Beloved of God, welcome to Breaking Open the Word, the Sunday edition of the God Minute. I'm Father Michael. Today, on this second day of the month of April, the Church celebrates the sixth Sunday of Lent, calling it Palm Sunday of the Lord's Passion. This is the place in the liturgical year when the Church gives us the opportunity to remember and relive the events which brought about our redemption and salvation. What we commemorate and relive, if you will, during this week is not just Jesus' dying and rising, but our own dying to sin and selfishness and rising in Jesus, resulting in our healing and reconciliation and our redemption. Now, on this day, there is the gospel reading about Jesus' triumphant entrance into Jerusalem, where Jesus' followers welcomed him, riding on a donkey as king and savior. This gospel, if you recall, is proclaimed at the very beginning of the Mass, even before the entrance antiphon or hymn. For your reference, that passage is taken from Matthew chapter 21, verses 1 through 11. I want to share a portion of that gospel with you now. The disciples went and did as Jesus had ordered them. They brought the ass and the colt and laid their cloaks over them, and he sat upon them. The very large crowd spread their cloaks on the road, while others cut branches from the trees and strewn them on the road. The crowds preceding him and those following kept crying out and saying, Hosanna to the Son of David! Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. And when he entered Jerusalem, the whole city was shaken and asked, Who is this? And the crowds replied, This is Jesus, the prophet from Nazareth in Galilee. Then at the usual time of the proclamation of the gospel, we have the proclamation of the Lord's Passion, where we reflect on Jesus' unjust trial, humiliating, cruel torture, crucifixion, and death. Now, for your reference, once again, this telling of the Passion comes from Matthew this year, chapter 26, verse 14, through chapter 27, verse 66. So let's place ourselves in the Lord's presence and listen to a sampling of the Passion today. But Jesus cried out again in a loud voice and gave up his spirit. And behold, the veil of the sanctuary was torn in two from top to bottom. The earth quaked, rocks were split, tombs were opened, and the bodies of many saints who had fallen asleep were raised. And coming forth from their tombs after his resurrection, they entered the holy city and appeared to many. The centurion and the men with him, who were keeping watch over Jesus, feared greatly 
when they saw the earthquake and all that was happening. And they said, Truly, this was the Son of God. There were many women there, looking on from a distance, who had followed Jesus from Galilee, ministering to him. Among them were Mary Magdalene, and Mary the mother of James, and Joseph, and the mother of the sons of Zebedee. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Today is the beginning of the holiest week of our liturgical year of grace. Holy Week is a moment in time when we move from the triumphant entrance of Jesus into Jerusalem to the salvific experience of his passion, death, and glorious resurrection, which unfolds for us the ultimate lasting love of Jesus. We commemorate each time we gather to celebrate the Mass. This week is a profoundly solemn and holy time because we see so clearly the incredible and supremely profound act of love that God has for all of us, even though we are sinners. Beloved of God, this is love that is at its most perfect and pure. Every time I reflect on the passion of our Lord Jesus, I'm made aware of my unworthiness to be shown such love. Through all the turmoil, through all the chaos, through all the evil cast upon Jesus, he is more concerned about those whom he has come to save. Every word he utters, every gesture he makes, including his willingness to take upon himself the sins of all humankind, and suffer on the cross. It's all for us, all for others, not for himself. He never focuses on the glory for himself. He never contemplates the adoration and credit of the years to come. He is only in that moment seeking to care for us, love us, save us by his total surrender to the will of the Father. We are so wholly blessed. Think of the events we will recall this week. At the Last Supper, Jesus doesn't focus on his upcoming trial and crucifixion, but rather equips his disciples to forgive sins, to follow his example of caring for the needs of others, and most especially, he gives us the Eucharist as real food and real drink so that he can be with us always in all times. Jesus, the prophet from Nazareth in Galilee, physically embodies the prophetic mission of the church and our ability to live in communion with one another until he comes in glory. We watch with him in the garden and we witness one of his own betray him as he is taken by the temple guards and judged as a traitor and a blasphemer. We cringe over his scourging and the mockery he endures for us. We walk the road to Golgotha 
and witness once again his passionate love as he focuses on others. He sees and consoles his blessed, sorrowful mother, Veronica, who offers a kindness to him, and the women of Jerusalem who lament his suffering. Even the times that he falls on the way, he remembers that what he does, he does for us and struggles to get up and resume the journey. Even once nailed to the cross, he forgives all those who have contributed to his crucifixion, saying, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. And it isn't until the moment he delivers over his spirit that the prophet from Nazareth and Galilee is recognized as Messiah. And we hear the words of the centurion who says, truly, this was the Son of God. From a mere prophet to the Son of God. Oh, how blessed we are when we allow ourselves to fully engage in the life of Jesus in order to grow in holiness and know the truth. Beloved, I want to encourage you to fully participate in the Holy Week liturgies to assist you in deepening your relationship with God, to help you increase your faith, and to strengthen your life as a disciple of Jesus, to proclaim the truth that sets the world free. If you can't get to your local parish, okay, take time to experience daily the prayer podcast of the Godmitted and the special retreat we have put together for the Sacred Triduum. Pay close attention to every movement, every word, and every gesture. Carve out a little extra time for daily silent reflection this week. See how much the Lord loves you and desires your salvation. Let not one moment this week be without care for your Savior as he cared for you. Let not one thought, word, or deed be without his incredible love guiding you as you seek to follow his example in your care for others. Let this week be truly holy because we desire to be holy as he is holy by our desire to mirror his selfless and perfect love for others. Beloved, know that I love you, and I am proud of the challenges you have accepted this Lenten season. May you be bathed in the shadow of the cross, and when the time comes, weep with great joy at his empty tomb. May Almighty God bless you, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Please take good care of yourself and one another, and we'll see you tomorrow. Have a holy week. Thank you.